Mark and Paul checking in. Weird Wednesday. Got a text message because I remembered to play the Hump Day Camel. Every day between about 4.55 and 5.20, Paul and I get caught up on all the all the things we've both learned since we left work yesterday. It's our little social club. We have coffee. We complain. And I remember, geez, it had to be about 15 years ago. I was back home for, we get all that time off in December, and I was back in Great Falls and I was staying at my dad's house. And uh, dad says, well, hey, I'm meeting all the uh, meeting all the guys for coffee at Hardy's tomorrow. Do you want to go? I said, yeah. So went, and uh, a couple guys there dad's been friends with since far back as I can remember, known him my whole life and a couple other guys. But even though I didn't know him well, I've known all those guys at least 25, 30 years. And I remember thinking, not too far down the road, this is going to be what I do on Saturday mornings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Coffee with the fellas doesn't sound too bad right about now. <laughs> a little warmer this morning, 37 degrees. Turned into a really nice day yesterday. And now we've got uh, almost 60 today, 66 tomorrow, 66 or 63 Friday and Saturday. So nice weather for November. Keeping an eye on that 10-day forecast because Flakesgiving, uh, which we're going to do outdoors. And right now the forecast is through Wednesday the 17th, and then it's going to be 46 but sunny. As long as we don't have two feet of snow and anything with wind chill in the factor, it's, it's a good event, even though you got to do it outside. Made it a point to sit down and watch the World Series last night in case it was the last game. And it was. And Atlanta looked pretty solid. And watching highlights this morning, the uh, sports networks are all focusing on they were the playoff team with the fewest number of wins, but got hot at the right time. And in baseball, that's kind of what it's about. And it looks like, it looks like our public safety mill levy is going to pass. County voters overwhelmingly supported a 3% tax on recreational marijuana sales in both city and county. Think of the tax revenue. Think of the tax revenue. And uh, Paul and I were talking after we had Police Chief St. John in on the show the other day. First of all, we both think very highly of the man and think he does a really good job at what he does. As he will tell you, his job isn't too much about police work. But uh, he came in and just gave us all the stats and said, you know, if we don't get it, we're still going to do the best we can with what we got. But I'm glad that went through for him and for our city. Because, like Paul's been so adamant about, introducing marijuana into the equation is not going to make crime go down. (laughs) Well, and the police department arrested four more pedophiles yesterday. Glad to see that. Oh, my gosh. Look at those guys. That is all. That's one of the worst crimes there is. I agree. Life in prison. That should be life in prison. And everything, every single thing that they own should be confiscated, should be sold. Here, here. And all the everything should be given to their victims, mm-hmm. and they should never see the light of day again outside of a prison. You don't rehab from that. Well, here's the thing. The child's life will be affected until the day they die. 
so their life should be affected until the day they die. I agree. And I know many listening right now are like-minded and agree. Period. End of story. I love it when they do these polls here locally and they talk to a political science professor at the college. I don't know why they do that. Um, Because you know where those guys attain their knowledge? College? College. They're, they they don't tie in real life with their analysis. And um, I want to tell you what happened yesterday. Okay. These are the top stories today in Associated Press's eighth right now news summary that came across this morning okay. at 5.20 a.m. Top story nationwide today, according to Associated Press. Number one story, da-da-da-da, are you ready? Here we go. I'll run them down for you. The Atlanta Braves have won their first World Series championship since 1995. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, top story in the nation yesterday. Britain calling for the world's financial industry to channel their vast funds towards greener investments to ensure we can change the weather. (laughs) That's That's number two. That's number two. Okay. Number three. School children take the spotlight this week as the U.S. enters a new phase in COVID-19 vaccination aimed at curbing deaths. All right. That's number three. And everybody's going, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Yesterday, yesterday was a big election day, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Number four. World Health Organization said the number of coronavirus cases has risen in Europe for the fifth consecutive week. That's number four. And you're going, hey, what? What about the big election news? Mm-hmm. What, what about that that was supposed to be the top story? Then we get to number five. Republican former business executive Glenn Youngkin has won Virginia's governor race. A major political turnabout in a state that had been trending increasingly blue. The win has alarmed Democrats already nervous about holding their narrow control of Congress in the midterms. The party also looking at potentially more bad news early this morning in New Jersey, where their incumbent Democrat Governor Phil Murphy could lose his governorship to his Republican challenger. Hmm. Now, folks, let me tell you something. Joe Biden won Virginia by over 10 percentage points just one year ago. Mm -hmm. One year ago, he won New Jersey overwhelmingly one year ago. One year ago. That never happens. Never happens. It never happens. 
You cannot swing a 10% turn of support in just 12 short months anywhere in the country. You can't, but it happened. Right. And I'll tell you why. Folks, this, this is a repudiation of the Democrat Party and the liberal agenda and the progressive movement in America and the attack on individual liberties, freedoms, your children, and the basic building blocks that created the foundation of America. That's what this election was about. And people said, no more. Stop it. I I have received so much criticism over the years. When I jump people like Greg Gianforti, or Steve Daines, or anybody like that, when they were in the House or they're in the Senate, and they talk about bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. And I have said, we do not send you there to work with these progressive liberal Democrats. That's not why we vote for you. We vote for you to put a stop to what they are doing to our families, our livelihoods, and our great country. Right. That's why we send you there. I do not send you there to work with Dick Durbin or Adam Schiff or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Mayor de Blasio. I don't vote to send you to work with them. I send you there to stop them. And that's what happened yesterday. Terry McCullough. He had President Obama there. He called out all the big name Democrats in the Virginia. Folks, you got to understand, this is Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is where Washington, D.C. is located. All right? He wins. Number one, the big issue in that state, obviously, education and the direction of the future for our children. And McCullough said... He told the people of Virginia, look, we'll decide the curriculum for your children. You keep your noses out of education. Good. That's what he told them. We'll make those decisions. America, folks, has had it. Has had it. Look what these Democrats and liberals have done in 10 months. This, this is going to have a residual and carry over into the midterm elections. They are going to put a stop to this. Here's the thing <clears throat> about this election result. We got more results today to, to, to validate that. But when you look at the Democrats of the United States, they control everything. Everything. They control everything. They've got our universities. They've got our educational system. They have the unions around the country. Folks, they control Hollywood. They control the news media. They control all the professional sports now. And people are sick of them. The NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, soccer. They control all of them. They control Wall Street. The Democrats are the richest people in the nation. The Democrats control all of social media. They control everything in this country. Basically, most of the local courts. But there's one thing yet that they don't have control of. And that is the individual and their vote. 
They don't have control of that yet. And what did they do, folks? This is their party. What did they try to do? They tried to change that. They tried to pass a federal election bill a few months ago that would have given the Democrats control of all the elections from border to border, north and south, east and west. They'll make the rules. Everything. They wanted to eliminate the Electoral College. They wanted this election bill for Schumer and Pelosi was the final hammer. It would have been the final blow to America. If they could have controlled all the elections and how we run them and who votes, they would have had the final the final nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But they don't have it. And the evidence was shown last night. I watched an interview with a woman I'll use a Democrat turn, a woman of color last night who was an admitted liberal feminist mother and pushed to get rid of McCullough and put an end to this progressive movement in America. She said, you've gone too far. Now you're after our children. Look what the Democrats have done here. Um, the, the attorney general, Joe Biden's attorney general of America, has, has turned the FBI and our law enforcement agencies, has turned them on people that go to their school board meetings to complain about their curriculum and the direction of their school. That's what he did. And these women and people around America said, no more. This was a big talking point in Virginia was education. They're sick of gender studies. They're sick of critical race theory. They're sick of the Biden administration and Democrats turning law enforcement agencies over people who have local control of their schools. It's a repudiation of all of their policies in the first 10 months of America. $3.35 a gallon gas. The fact that we left thousands of Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. We abandoned them. We left them there to die. Folks have had it. They've had it with that party. Inflation that is out of control. Short supplies across America because of their mandates. Oh yeah, the mandates telling these women what they have to do with their children. Mm-hmm. Oh, folks, I don't know if you know about a woman and her children. <laughs> but you start poking the bear there and you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. They wanted all that control. Vaccine mandates, folks, for their little babies. Hmm? For their children. Oh, yeah. These rogue superintendents around America. We even see it here. I'll make the decisions on the health of your child. I'm a superintendent. I'm going to make that decision. You parents have no input whatsoever. And you want to see it locally? You want to see it locally? We had school board meetings where our people went to that school board meeting and overwhelmingly out of the, what, 24 that talked to the school board, one was for vaccine mandates, one out of 24. And Mm. what did they do? Mm -hmm. What did that school board do and throw into the face of the citizens of Billings? We don't give a damn what you think. Obviously. We are the educators. We are the school board members. We went to college. 
We'll choose what your son and daughter has injected into them. We'll choose what they learn. We'll choose the curriculum. And guess what's happening now around the country? Mm -hmm. They've had it. They've had it. You, you take a Democrat state like Virginia and and in just one year swing 10% of the vote over to the Republican Party to change things. Folks, that is a clear message. A clear message. Now, oh, that's a fluke. That was one thing. Well, let's, let's look at some other things then. Let's look at some other things. You know what else they did in Virginia, folks? They swept the attorney general's office. They swept the secretary of state's office. You know what else they did in Virginia? They took over their state legislature. (gasps) What? Yeah. They took over control of their state legislature in Virginia, too. In Virginia? Mm Mm-hmm. Virginia. They took that one over as well. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. What else? Well, looks like New Jersey, it's too close to call. So you know what that usually indicates. When they tell you it's too close to call, that means since the media is controlled by the progressive liberals all around the country. If they tell you it's too close to to call, that means that the Republican has a damn good chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the progressive liberal controlled media would be all out saying it's over. What else happened? What else happened? This movement, this progressive anti-American hate our foundation, hate America movement in the country. What else happened? Well, let's look at Minneapolis. Minneapolis, folks. Minneapolis is the birthplace, the birthplace of Black Lives Matter and Antifa and the birthplace of the war on law enforcement in America. That is the birthplace right there in Minneapolis, the progressive hub of America for that movement. And... Voters in Minneapolis rejected the proposal by this movement to replace and abandon their policemen and put in a public safety commission and get rid of the police department. Guess what they did in Minneapolis, folks? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Not going to do it. So that's a blow to that movement. That's a blow. In one of the most progressive, liberal places in America, you have people like Mayor Bill de Blasio, New York City, coming out against all the mothers and families of America, saying there will no longer be any, any accelerated classes in our school systems because I believe it promotes segregation. See what they've done? Mm -hmm. They've pushed people. They've pushed them too far. 
all our brilliant minds and students in that area. And that's what this is. That's what this election is. A repudiation of all of that. All coming to head. The 54-year-old Yunkin in Virginia was a political newcomer and was a virtual unknown at the start of this race. And he beat Democrat Terry McAuliffe, who was governor from 2014 to 2018. Had the support of Joe Biden, President Obama. They won by over 10 percentage points in Virginia, and he gets his ass handed to him on a platter. Handed the door. What happened in Maine? Maine passed a referendum. An amendment to the Maine Constitution that all individuals of Maine have the inherent right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing. That means they can grow vegetables in their garden if they want. They can have livestock if they want for their own food supply. Oh, yeah, there was a big push because of the climate change battle and things going on in Maine. They only wanted certain people to be able to grow the food and not people have their gardens. And guess what? The people in Maine said, screw you. And rightfully so. Mm -hmm. So there are signs all around the country that the tide is turning and uh, Americans have had it with their agenda. And you know what? Look, look at, look at our, look at our piece that we have from Montana who has tied himself into the progressive party. Now, Mm -hmm. John Tester, what a traitor that man is to the state of Montana and our people and our way of life out here. He has aligned himself with Schumer and the Schumer and Biden agenda. He supports every... He supported that nut job that was going to run the ATF, uh, the loony chick that was involved in the tree spiking incident, supported her. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's crazy. And then, of course, if he runs again in another few years, he'll campaign. My God, he'll look like Barry Goldwater when he campaigns. That lion is Oh, it's just, it makes you sick. And we need somebody with the guts to call him out and let people know what his true colors are. Let's see here. What else do we have? Um, yeah, one of the big issues in Virginia was schools. Well, and let's look here. Let's look here in Billings, look at our own elections, and look what the people here did. Um, they overwhelmingly, and Mark and I saw this when we raised the money for the body cameras for our police department. The people of Billings overwhelmingly supported the safety levy. Mm-hmm. That's $100, folks, on a $200,000 home. That's not chump change. No overwhelmingly by the time all the votes are counted it's going to look like about a 55 45 margin percentage wise overwhelmingly supported it and i love what the police chief said chief st john said look this is a vote of confidence into our police department and i know the chief and mark knows the chief 
And he is going to make sure that you get a return on your investment. I completely agree. You gave him a vote of confidence. Now it's time for the police department to show you you made the right decision. No war on police here. What did the people of Billings say about bringing dope into their city? Bringing that this was the new liberal progressive movement around the country. Drugs. We're such, aren't we such a better nation with them, folks? Really? Aren't we? Aren't we all so much better? Um, It's so much better trying to find employees, isn't it? For people who are all high and on drugs. Yeah, truck drivers, you name it. Well, guess what? The people of Billings said, nope. We don't want you selling your dope and your recreational pot in our city where our children are. You don't sell it here. Hmm, that's interesting. And... You know what else the people of Yellowstone County and surrounding areas said? They said, and by the way, because because they passed the recreational pot bill, if you are going to sell it, there's an extra 3% tax on top of the already tax that you have for recreational. And not only that, we're going to send an extra 3% tax on your medical marijuana. Well, so folks, you're welcome. You can thank us conservatives. We gave you exactly what you wanted. (laughs) We gave you exactly what you wanted. That's true. You wanted more tax revenue. Right. So guess what we just gave you? In fact, I can't even believe we stopped at 3%. We should have actually put a 10% tax on it Mm because people would have voted for that. Yeah. And then we would have given you even more than what you wanted. because Think of the tax revenue. Because that's what it was all about, wasn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's a great observation, actually. <laughs> so we gave you just what you wanted. So now, I believe the tax on recreational dope, which is a liberal progressive trick way of, uh, of calling a drug an addictive drug, bad drug, recreational, uh, the tax on that's going to be 23%. I think the tax on uh, on medical will be 7 maybe. I Don't quote me on that. But, um, well, and I can tell you what this is going to do. This is going to make the recreational people get more medicinal dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is what it's going to do. But once again, people sent a clear message here. They sent a clear message. They sent a clear message. You want another clear message? Montana School Board Association has voted to leave the National School Board Association next summer. They're going to work with other state school boards to create a national, a new national federal advocacy organization. The National School Board Association, as President Biden 
for federal law enforcement and other assistance to deal with increasing threats of violence and intimidation over coronavirus requirements at schools. The Montana organization opposed the request that said most local issues could be handled by local law enforcement. Executive Director Let's Milton said, there's 25 states now that are distancing themselves from this national organization. This national organization that also also is an organization that you bet has their hand in critical race theory, gender education, and all this other bull crap that's going on. And folks, these are just uh, a few of the things that you're hearing about this morning that uh, the once again liberal progressive controlled media is barely covering and is going to do everything in their power to dilute and water down the news of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with that. What they will do today, and mark my word, they will cover a few of the races around the country where a prominent Democrat won, and they will use that to paint a picture of America. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the movement is. That's, that's not the movement. You can't win an election in Virginia. You you just can't. It's impossible, folks. You can't take over the legislature and win the governor's race in a in a state where overwhelmingly the people were Democrats. Overwhelmingly. Democrats and independents. Well, you know now where all the independents swung, and you know now where some of the Democrats swung. There's no way that anyone could win an election without some of their support. And they got it. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden now wants another $3 trillion. He spent trillions and trillions of dollars in America. It's breaking businesses. It's breaking the bank. It's ruining the future of your children. He's ruined ruined our image around the world. He's a buffoon. He falls asleep at G20 meetings. He abandoned American troops. And the list goes on and on. You know what else parents don't like? They don't like mandates on their children. They don't like mandates. They they don't like, as I mentioned, a superintendent or school district two school board telling you about the medical decision for your child. What I hope comes out of this down the road, we can only hope, is school choice. You know how they're against that. Mm-hmm. We'll decide where the best place to educate your child is. That's right. I hope that comes from this too. No, you don't get to tell me that. I'll decide where the best place to educate my child. No, no. Look, mister, we went to college. We were trained in this by the professors who all been warped from the 60s and 70s anyway. We know. We'll tell you where you're educated, we'll tell you what you learn. Well, America said no. See, I know what bathroom I'm supposed to go in. As do I. As does Mark, and as do a lot of you do. We know that. Reading, writing, math, science, proper history, All of those things crucial in education. We have to get back to those. 
the education has been such a letdown in America over the last 40 years. What we have done to our future and our future students, it's awful. Should be ashamed of our performance level, our academic achievement levels. And uh, people have had it. People have had it. Now, well, could I be eating crow next November? Absolutely. Absolutely, I could be. However, I don't think with the direction of this party and these progressives and this president Mm -hmm. that things are going to change over the next 12 months. In fact... With inflation going the way it is, mm-hmm. with fuel prices going the way they are, with the with the reckless spending, with the new taxes that will be coming, with the abandonment of more Americans around the world, leaving Americans in the hands of terrorist organizations and things like that, the expansion of China, Russia, all of this. Folks, I think this wave is just starting. And if I'm still here next November, we'll see. Uh, We'll see. Well, Paul, I'll vote for you. I'm not running for anything. (laughs) But, um, and you know, I talked about this a little bit at our doghouse banquet about trust. Mm -hmm. You uh, folks, do you really think that Americans, I don't care what party you are, what do you think their trust level is right now of Congress, of social media, of Facebook, of Dr. Fauci, of what all these people are telling you, county health directors, governors, What do you think their trust is right now? And this is what really pisses the Democrats off because they used to control all of that. Right. You know, they they could manipulate you. They could indoctrinate you. They could could control the wave. That's what they wanted to do. And people right now are going, "We, we can't trust you. You've lied to us continuously. You've let us down. Look what you've done to America. Um, a lot of this is about trust. And I'll tell you one guy you cannot trust is John Tester. I'll tell you that I just... I don't know how he got in because he just is so far removed from Main Street thinking of the state of Montana. He appeals to a few people in Missoula, a few people in Butte, you know, a few people in Bozeman who came from other areas that are consumed with guys like Gavin Newsom. And you know where he doesn't appeal to people? His hometown. His hometown won't even. They know. They know better. They know better. But and this will be interesting to see what happens down to this huge massive we're going to change the weather bill 
that is in front of Congress now, that massive trillion-dollar spending thing, because people have had it. Joe Manchin over there, he was on the fence anyway. Uh, People aren't going to put up with these people. So, but there were some big wins uh, yesterday for America. Big wins for our own city. Uh, Big wins for states. And big wins for the nation. I can't wait to hear the women on The View today. Or what they have to say. Big article this morning on uh, the hosts on MSNBC last night melting down. Melting down. Because they couldn't believe this was happening. Yeah. They couldn't believe it. Well, guess what? You're in the minority now. Mm -hmm. All you got to, if you can't believe it's happening, all you have to do is look at your ratings. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, MSNBC, October was the lowest rated month they've had in six years. Yeah. Look at your ratings. Mm -hmm. That'll tell you. But it's to the point they don't care. They'd rather be right. Oh, yeah. And they're funded. Yeah. They're funded, so... Um, but anyway, it was, uh, it was a big night. We'll have to keep, they still don't know about the New Jersey thing yet. If, if the Republican wins in New Jersey, I mean, that's a slam dunk, mm-hmm. uh, in New Jersey. So they probably won't, uh, they probably won't know that till I'm guessing next January, <laughs> at least till they can make the numbers look they right. got to bring more ballots in from new york like they did in pennsylvania there's probably another hundred thousand in new york that they found in a semi that they have to get in there and count yet but uh we'll see how that one goes this kills me i i uh <laughs> i read these articles from the finance section every day about these people who give advice financial advice to people listen to this If you want to build your credit score, knowing your credit card limits and managing how you use those limits can help. A major factor is credit utilization, which is how much of your credit limit you are using. You need to know what your credit limits are. Then you Aim to have less than 30% of the card's credit limit in use. That's great financial advice. <laughs> that's, uh, that's great financial advice. And notice how they said cards. Cards. The plural. This is a person giving financial advice. So here's what you do. You got uh, three credit cards. One you got a $5,000 limit on, one you have a $10,000 limit on, and another one you have a $7,500 limit on. That's uh, $22,500. Aim to have less than 30% of your card's limit in in use. 30%. Um, there you go. So, you know, have about, carry about seven, eight grand a credit card debt every month. That's your advice. That's their advice. And build that credit score by doing that. I'd rather have a credit card score or a credit score of zero Mm -hmm. and just go out and pay for anything that I want. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I do it. And don't give me that. That's easy for you to say. You don't know what my life has been like. Well, we all been there. let's Let's look at the choices you made to get here. 
That's just dumb advice. Stupid. Going to buy a house and you have uh, you have $200,000 that you saved up that you want to buy the house with. And uh, if your house costs $200,000, you can buy that house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the bank says. Nope. What anybody says. You buy the house. It's crazy. What the hell is doing that? Hold on just a second here. I got sidetracked for a minute. I actually had, uh, at Christmas last year, I had a talk with my sister-in-law who was in significant debt uh, when we lost my brother, her husband, to cancer. Uh, he died literally a couple million dollars in debt because cancer treatment is incredibly expensive. And she has worked hard to put her credit score and things back together. And she asked my advice, financial moves you make at different ages. She goes, so in my, in my, in my twenties, I said, you know what? Put all you can in the 401k. I said, you will thank yourself for that down the road. And went through the different ages. She goes, okay, it's your age. What's the best thing I can do financially? I said, get rid of Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's just too easy to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people people go crazy. In fact, I would say that these people who are teaching this on the credit score, it's, uh, it's just the opposite. Credit is the reason people have financial problems. I agree. It's you, you and I couldn't get credit cards when we were 18. It's because they have credit. That's what gets you in trouble. That's what gets you in trouble is credit. Too easy to get it, too much of it. Look, I some of you, ask yourself this question, folks, and you younger generation, you know who your friends are. You know who your friends are. You're down there Friday night. You're at Daisy Dukes and you're just having a good old time. Ask yourself this question. Would you loan that guy $7,500? No. You wouldn't. You wouldn't loan him $7,500, but a credit card company will loan him $7,500. You think that's great financial advice? No. No, it's not. So, all right, let's get rolling here. Enough. Dad crap for the day.